0: Hello, and welcome to A Bell Chimes. Last time, we witnessed the death of Victor Von (gasps)
1: Thorne.
0: It's with misery in your heart that you get out of the carriage into the pouring rain. You've just arrived at what is to be your new home. No longer can you be seen with your legitimate siblings. This is the day that your life as a bastard finally begins. In the doorway is standing a plump but wiry looking woman. I don't think that's a contradiction. Plump but wiry looking. And she can see your dismay as you pull your luggage out of the back of the carriage before it pulls away and she takes your suitcase from you as you arrive and says hello uh,
1: uh, hello you can call me nanny may f- 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 pleasure to meet you uh mrs may
0: oh yeah come in come in from the rain of course don't want you to catch a cold on your first night achoo now, Oh, enough of that, boy. I know you're stronger than that. Yes, miss. You've got strength in your blood. Now, I'll be looking after you from now on, and I know it's not... I know it wasn't your dream to come out here. I know you'd like to be with your father, and I'm afraid that's just not possible. Well, why not? It's something you'll come to understand in time, son, but okay, that's just the way that the world works. But if you respect yourself and you respect others, then you can make the most of that world, no matter what position you start off in. You wordlessly drag your suitcase up the stairs to your new room, a small and, in this weather, dank attic room with uh, with a mattress made of hay bales. Hay bales? Oh, yeah. Years later. Sorry. <laughs> Hey bales, I love hay bales! <laughs> <laughs> Years later, a now 13-year-old Victor Von Thorne leaves that same small cottage, now looking bright and energetic, filled with a newfound vigour. Today, he's going to the jousting contest. As a spectator, of course.
1: See you later, Nanny Mae.
0: Now, what, what do you mean, see you later? I'm coming with you. Oh, oh you thought, of course, yes. You thought you were getting all these sandwiches for yourself? Oh, I am a growing boy, as you often remind me. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some food at the contest for us to enjoy, so let's get a move on. Yes, Smith. The cart pulls up, and it's from this window view in the traffic that you catch sight for the first time in over six months of your father's noble banner. The familiar blue field carrying a yellow cross. And in the upper left corner, the familiar white rose.
1: Nanny, Nanny, look. You
0: see streaming ribbons, musicians, crowds and crowds of people, more people than you've seen in your life. And it's today that you know that you want to be. A part of this.
1: (gasps) Wow. Danny, look, it's Daddy's cut arms.
0: Yes, Victor, yes, very good. Well recognised. It's nice that you pay attention to such things. We'll serve you well in your future. The nostalgia of that moment carries you through years of gruelling training in fighting, camping, hunting, weapons and equipment maintenance, horse riding. All of the things that you need. While you rarely see your father, he does not neglect you financially. You have all that you need in this training. After a hard day of training, you come back to this same cottage where Nanny May greets you tonight like always. How's the training tonight, Victor?
1: Oh, it's another tough one. Another tough one. Yeah, the um the swordmaster um, pushed us gruelly. And um
0: eh, how's that new kid? Um what's his name? L- L- Lubvig was it?
1: Yes, yes, he's he's doing very very well. Um he's well, rather a strange accent, but um no, no, he'll I think he'll make a fine night one day.
0: Well you stick uh stick close to him if you if you can. Anyone that seems promising is a good person to have on your side. Remember that. How old is Victor von Thorne when Uh, the fateful events of his introductory episode went on.
1: Let's say he's been a knight for a few years, but let's say he's 22. 22? Wow, pretty young. Wow, pretty young, but also kind of old. He died pretty young as well. Back then.
0: (laughs) Back then. Back in the the day. Of course, it's set in the past.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could have died any number of ways. Disease. Um, A different disease. A different disease. Getting (laughs) stabbed. Choking. Getting stabbed again. <laughs> Getting stabbed then choked.
0: Getting stabbed and surviving but catching a disease. Falling down the stairs. All these things. Your fondest memory is that of becoming a knight, of standing before King Radblast, his regal majesty. Although his eyes looked distant and empty. He still stood before you raised his sword and touched each of your shoulders, and you bowed deeply on one knee in respect. You and 11 others graduated from the School of Knights of Maine that day, a graduation ceremony that happens only once every four years. You're proud that you made it through. Two of your fellow students died during the course of training. Two further were too injured to continue. And three, gave up before the training could be brought to its conclusion. Tell me how um, Victor feels standing before the king.
1: He feels he's in awe. He's only ever he's seen the king at, king at a distance. Um, so mm-hmm. being in this proximity is almost overwhelming. Uh, his knee's trembling, but he feels a great amount of pride. And he might be imagining it, but he can feel like he can feel the gaze of his father on the back of his neck.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I imagine his palms are probably quite sweaty. Oh, and drenched. Nanny May's pasta is uh trying to make its way out of his stomach.
1: But... <laughs> Nanny <Nani-me> May cried <laughs> cried this morning when I left. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh she's in the let's say she's in the audience. Yeah. Nanny May is Nanny is crying. As uh Aww. she sees me on one knee. She's good, she is.
0: It's on that experience that you think back as you trapse through the forest with darkness swiftly approaching and the sky filled with clouds. Your wrist still aches from where Simon says violently disarmed you. That he spared your life was a small mercy. Although his words stung and you didn't want to believe them at first, it was only after you fled the scene that you realised that he was right. There was no way that you could go back to Maine and expect others to be on your side. Not against someone who had the charisma of Simon Says. Going through the forest like this, um, you've just been humiliated and one of your, I I guess, childhood acquaintances um, murdered. Yeah. Basically right in front of you. Um, Although you weren't. Okay. Okay. Maybe not literally right in front of you, um, but what would be going through Victor's mind at this point?
1: I mean, it's our world's just been turned upside down. I mean, like you know, this is not what being a knight was. I mean, you were you were the pinnacle of virtue. You were role models. You people admired you, and you gave out the king's justice. Um, mm. The fact that the fact that someone's so a senior yeah, would <laughs> the fact that someone's so a senior would portrayed there over, and what one of your friends I mean I don't know he he's his mind is slipping it's yeah the cup has been pulled under him, yeah, he's not good So he's in a bad way not
0: not in a good state to be uh, to be forming plans
1: no he's um he's scrambling
0: roll a witch check,
1: oh no, you are not good at those I felt. All right.
0: <laughs> Three plus zero. A
1: Guess I go and join the crypt diggers.
0: Victor scarcely notices as it goes dark around him, and he trips over a stray tree root and goes sprawling into the mud.
1: Yeah,
2: shit.
0: His humiliation of that day is complete.
1: Yeah, I really didn't need this.
0: All of these scenes, the many defining moments in Victor <laughs> Von Thorn's life. They flash before his eyes in his final moments. And then in the distance above him, way beyond the ceiling, the slimy ceiling of the cave in which he lies, his blood pooling around him, behind the unfamiliar person who is leaning over him and holding a potion bottle in their hand, you see a light faint flicker. Just looking at it gives you the sensation of hope that maybe there's something more. And even as you're drawn towards that light, it's blocked out by a blue surface. At first it's completely out of focus, but even though it's not your real eyes that are focusing on it, it it comes it becomes clearer, and the scene around you fades. This surface, it's some kind of jagged mineral. Mm-hmm. It looks like sapphires, but there are dark patches, impurities, and. Even black spots that look like they might be mould on the surface. And as you realise that you're no longer where you were before, you find a way to look around. What the? Roll an observation check.
1: Observation checks even in the afterlife. Uh, Again, I failed. Mm. (laughs) And observe an end life as in death.
0: Realising that you can... Look around a little bit, you try to move your body and it doesn't react. It's not that you feel heavy, like you've realized that you were dying dimly at the end, but it doesn't feel like you can no longer move your body, that it's no longer responding to you. It feels more like your body isn't really there. and. With that realisation, you manage to shift your awareness, the direction of your observation, down to where your body should be. Not by moving your neck, because as you quickly realise, there is no neck there. Oh God. Looking down, you see that, however it is that you're seeing this, you're surrounded in a kind of cage. The same mineral that constructed the ceiling above you has formed into this kind of rib-like structure, which is surrounding you.
1: Oh my god, I'm imprisoned? No cage.
0: While you don't have, while while there's no body here, there is a kind of thick grey mist. And you can feel sensations through it. Focusing your will, you try and control this grey mist, figuring that it must be some kind of extension of yourself. Roll a will check.
1: Oh, I'm not doing very well here today. Nope,
0: that's a 5 plus
1: 1. I suppose I am dead.
0: <sighs> yep, that's, that's the cost. That's the cost. Trying and failing to move this grey mist, you try and look beyond. Beyond the cage and its thick crystalline structure to where you might be. This is not the cave containing acidic wolves that you were in before. And beyond you see a strange creature. It seems humanoid, but made of this same mineral. Or at least something related. It's more of a purplish-grey colour, and there are various features in it, but it, it moves with a kind of shuddering, grinding motion. And it's not approaching you, but moving towards one of the other caves, standing next to which is a second one of these crystalline creatures. And even though there's no obvious mouth, on these things you hear a voice that sounds very much human and it says i found one i i guess we i guess bastian didn't think that there'd be any more but um we've we've got what we had left in in storage which is that another one and the second crystal being um, turns and you you hear a kind of grating noise as it's where its feet would be um, scrape across the floor in its turning and it says oh dear we're going to have to get another one of those but it looks like
1: he's awake i must be dreaming seems
0: Vitellius is is not going to wake up anytime soon but we need to deal with this one what the give me the stake
1: who are you people if you are people
0: it's only after speaking that you realize that you're able to speak that even though you don't have a body even though you can't control whatever form this is that you find yourself in are able to communicate. No. Maybe I'm not dead. This being approaches. I'm afraid this is worse than death. Oh god. Cleaning up the stables. But fortunately, you won't have to remember very much of it. What are you gonna to do to me? Where am I? The crystalline creature um reaches through the handlebars and seeing it a little bit closer you realize how articulated this body is. It's a conglomerate mass of tiny shards of this crystal substance, and looking behind you as this creature reaches into your cage you see that there is a large pile of small chunks of this mineral, Directly underneath the mist that um, composes you.
1: This will hurt, but the pain will be temporary. What are you going to do to me? Shh. I fear no man.
0: And with a sharp stabbing motion, the creature stabs this stake that it's holding through the mist that composes you and into the pile of rubble. There's a moment of the deepest agony, and everything goes black. Caradon looks down at the remains of a man at his feet, and then back up at the remains of a wolf before him. This is the first carnage of battle, and Caradon knows that he can avoid fighting no longer. What do you do, Jamie?
3: Um. Can I can shout? That's disgusting.
0: You don't have to ask permission, but but why? <laughs> what's disgusting
3: remaining of a wolf of course that's that's disgusting
0: well I, but you, also, you're, also, you're the one that killed it
3: <laughs> but still it's disgusting
4: <laughs> I think I'll just um cry a bit inside
0: all right Nerd. and then do you want to ju- make any movement while you do you want, do you want to like move around while you're doing that
4: um yeah while I'm crying inside I will move over to the wolf that is um, the biggest danger to me specifically.
0: Right, that's probably the one that's directly behind you. So I'll move you over to that.
4: And then attack it vigorously.
0: A wise move. Give me an attack roll. All right, that's a four, a six, and a two. That's, that's
4: quite vigorous.
0: That is that is quite vigorous. Um, you have at least a plus one on your modifier, right?
4: I have two wit, and it is a wit-based weapon.
0: And to wit, you just...
4: To wit, to, to
0: wit. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, You rolled a critical hit on this wolf. Uh, so Halligan. give me those those crit those dice, sweet, sweet crit and dice. I'll I'll ask Ben to uh, to tell us what the consequences
5: are. That's a D three and a D six. Can please. I find the page?
4: One and four.
5: I found it. As you said that. Okay, a one and a four. This wolf loses D three vigor.
0: No, oh, all right. Ooh. Give me another D three then.
4: I'm glad it's not one of the normal ones where it's just like, this wolf is now scared of ghosts
5: the next five minutes or three rounds of combat whichever is shorter <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> alright, so that is three so you rolled a two and that is a total of eight points of damage it's seven actually,
4: because it's a light weapon
0: Oh, unlucky. Got it to be you. Yeah. Uh, what What kind of light weapon remind me? Are you working with a dagger?
4: Um, it's a, a light sword. Like a. Um, what would you call that? I was going to say a rapier, but I think we said rapier enough in previous episodes. Yeah. Mm,
5: a falchion? Is that a type of sword?
4: I think that's quite a big <laughs> one.
5: Is falchion big?
0: <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> how do, you, how do you always manage to find obscure words, Ben. How do you do it? Well, a
4: fountain's a type of sword. It's just a, a, quite a big one. <laughs>
0: um. Uh, all right, I'll give I'll, I'll give you a, uh, a narration on cuirass. that. Cuirass. Is that how you pronounce
5: that?
4: I don't know. Note to self: look it up.
0: A
5: cuirass. If it's not a
4: light sword, take it out.
5: I think that's a. Apparently, that's a breastplate.
4: Okay. How about? It was. Aww. It was not a light sword.
0: That's disappointing. I was really hoping you were going to take this wolf out with your queer ass.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: that would be quite something. A foil. A foil.
5: Yeah. That's a. Uh, but that's in fencing. But then I feel
4: like I'm fencing, fencing the wolf.
0: Well, the wolf certainly seems offended. Okay,
4: tell you what. Why don't I cut all of this out, and uh, it's a rapier. Let's just
0: go with light sword. <laughs> I mean, light sword is, is fine. Fun. Okay, ra- rapier it is.
4: No, I've already cut all of that. out.
0: Yeah, I know, but you can. I mean, you can keep cutting until we get to the point where I actually describe the thing. It's it's Which, a rapier. <sighs> What's happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm just calming myself down. So I'm gonna laugh
5: during
4: the disgust. A spadroon. Is a... Ooh. <laughs> okay, uh, I've <skip> got that. <laughs> cut all of that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spadroon? We're,
5: a spadroon.
6: We're not getting anywhere today.
5: <laughs> with Vim so, and Vigor. You,
6: what, what's a spadroon? A
5: spadroon is a light sword with a straight edge blade, uh, enabling both cut and thrust attacks. Uh, in common usage, um, from the late 17th century, basically it's oh, your, yeah. your 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 Sp- classico English naval officer's sword that you would pull out and go huzzah when your uh, you know when your ship uh, is being boarded by pirates. You know.
4: it's a spadroon huzzah.
5: <laughs> you know how to say huzzah.
6: What? Okay, this is this is completely irrelevant. But is a scimitar a light sword?
4: It's it's a curved sword. I guess it would be... Yeah, but
5: it doesn't count
0: as a light sword. I mean, the um,
4: ones that you have as a kid are really light. I did consider a scimitar, but... I was kind of picturing yeah, more a... of a spadroon.
6: Fair, fair. I have a spadroon now.
0: <laughs> Caridon whips out his spadroon, and... Sedion. Pierces <laughs> Sorry. <the wolf>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What what better description verb could you use than whipping it out? I do not want to say. I'm sorry. It's just I mean, the word as if well. In doubt.
2: <laughs>
6: Whip out your spadroon
4: <laughs> Can we can we make merch? <laughs> <laughs> Whip out your spadroon.
2: For the lads.
0: <laughs> so as I was saying, Caradon whips out his spadroon and pierces the wolf who, up until now, was behind him and making to leap in his direction. Oh, the a timely b- b- intervention. Ow, 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 ow. Ooh. What?
5: Ow. Have you spilt your tea by any chance?
4: Do you step on a bedroom?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's okay, guys, I'm fine. That was my impression of the we are
5: keep that in, you
6: yeah. know. Okay, actually,
2: like...
4: Man, this guy's Sorry, method. Got... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: moving on. Um, unfortunately, the person who would have gone next in the order is dead. Um, so we're down to the wolves. Uh, so... First I'm gonna roll a brawn check for the, for the wolf that is still encumbered by these glowing green spiderwebs, uh, and it, it manages to break free, and it leaps for the nearest target, who happens to be Steven DePretus. Oh lord. That's, oof. I rolled a three, a three, and a four. Uh, The 3 and 3 plus 2 brawn on the part of the wolf is enough to uh, hit Stephen DePretus, I believe, unless he's got heavy armor. That is
5: correct. Stephen DePretus does not have heavy armor.
0: Alright, so that's 4 vigor from Stephen DePretus. The wolf, breaking free from the webs that had gathered around its feet, leaps forward and grabs Dupritus in its jaws. Its teeth clamp down on his forearm and he lets out a sharp yelp. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Could have been sharper, but it's it's fine. Uh, So, next up uh, is another wolf, I guess. The second wolf leaps forward towards Dr. Ryan Nightbud. 3d6. That's that's (laughs) 4d5. Oh, I so close. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <coughs> um, Dr. Iron Nightbird is swiftly... <laughs> Alright, been
4: nice recording with you, Alex.
0: Uh, yeah, okay, rolled a five, a five, and a six. So, rather than um, chomping down, uh, this one spews a, a bout of acidic vomit, which... Doctor Nightbud was wholly unprepared for, having only seen these wolves use their ch- powerful jaws as weapons up until this point. Can you give me a crit roll, please? That's a D three and a D six, Alex.
6: That's good times. Okay. Hopefully that works. There you go.
0: Did yeah, that was a one and <laughs> on a five.
6: I wonder what this means.
0: Well, how much vigor does your character have?
6: Oh, well, that's a fair good question. It is six.
0: So, um, well, let's find out what the injury does first.
5: <laughs> so that was a one to five on the injury roll. Mm-hmm. So that
4: you now is... have a decreased spice tolerance for the next five minutes. <laughs>
5: so it's not quite that. Its attacks are against the odds for five minutes or until the combat ends, whichever is sooner.
4: Oh, that's okay. You're dead huh? anyway. Well, I, mean, jokes I, I suspect you. the
0: combat might be over uh, rather sooner than that for Dr. Ryan Lightbud. So can you flip a coin for me? R- roll a D2. A 1 means you die instantly. A 2 means that you will very shortly slip into unconsciousness. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the special oh, guest that... star! That's, that's
3: impressive!
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's rough stuff.
3: We haven't even met yet.
6: <laughs> I know, imagine a man, well, a, a, a person, a, a woman, I've not even decided, is formed in front of you <laughs> and instantly is moulded to death. You're oh. going to need therapy, guys.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I,
3: I need a grip check for sure.
0: Alright, well, I have to handle the situation. Uh. So, Doctor Nightbud is obliterated by this wolf's vomit. She promptly drops the wound-knitting potion that she was holding and and about to press to the lips of Victor Von Thorn, who is already going cold. And hit by this wave of corrosive stench, she collapses. And within seconds is dead. One thing that isn't affected by this skew is the pendant around her neck, and it's less than five seconds before all three of, <laughs> of remaining survivors hear that piercing sound once again. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> And for the second time, in what must be less than five minutes, the, the flesh on the skeletal frame of this being melts to the ground and dissolves into dust, only to reform around the skeleton, raising it into a standing position as it does, to form a new person. The person that materialises is taller than Raya was. You hear cracks from the bones around which the dust is forming as this figure materialises. No sooner have their limbs finished forming than they reach instinctively behind them for the long warhammer strapped to their back, and they descend into a fighting pose in the face of the wolf that only seconds before was spewing acid. Fuck it up. So, time for the, uh, the final wolf to attack, <laughs> while all that's been happening.
6: <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Just as someone is uh, grossly forming in front of me. Yeah,
0: uh, so that's a 1 and a 5 plus 2, I believe, will hit Caradon Gespenst for a total of 3 damage. That's rude. The third wolf remaining. Also spews up some corrosive goo all over the thighs and calves of Caradonga Spenced, who has just pierced this same wolf with his sword.
4: Not my calves.
0: <laughs> I'm very attached I need those. to those, actually. <laughs> I need those. Uh, all right, next in the order is Anchor.
3: All right. Yeah, before i attack um i'm um, An- anka um tries to understand if it is real or not because she might have snoozed for a second and had a nightmare
0: are you, Are you sure you really want to think harder about what you've just witnessed 'cause um there might might be a grip check involved in that
3: yeah why not? I already have the nightmare, so give All me right. a grip check. <laughs>
0: You literally answered. Uh, you rolled a six plus one. That is a failure. So you lose a grip.
3: Down to nine.
0: All right, but I can at least give you some more information about what you've seen um, by asking Alex if she'd care to specify any details of this new human's appearance.
6: It's a very good question. Do they wear a hat? Oh, yes.
0: What, what kind of hat tell?
6: Like an adventuring cat, an Indiana Jones hat, you know the That's style.
0: exactly what I was picturing, so yes, I do. <laughs>
6: excellent. And, of course, a jacket to match, and, of course, a big, like, strap across the chest, a big hammer with a very small head. Um, I just don't know how else to describe them except extremely competent
0: mm-hmm. supreme very all right good so where a reserved medical professional was previously leaning over your good friend acquaintance colleague victor von Thorne. my uh, um my very good acquaintance you now have a overconfident perhaps uh energetic <laughs> warrior no less Standing in that place,
3: I don't know. She sounded like she was almost uh, ready to go uh, for a fieldwork, kind of geologist.
0: Doctor, Doctor Nightbird. Yeah, yeah. We'll
4: never know.
3: I'm a spelunker at heart.
0: Um. Okay. So, what's what I'm gonna do? <clears throat>
3: um. Okay. Jamie, can you throw me a rock? So, um. Probably. Um. Who's Jamie? Sorry, Carradine. can you can you, Cariden, Am I awake? Throw me a do- Throw me a rock. Um... Pinch me. You can't pinch me. You're down. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I can. Yeah. I think I, I don't, Can I throw rocks when it's not my turn? Uh,
0: sure. Throw a rock as a free action. I'll throw guys. a rock. All right. You, th- you th- he th- throws a rock at you. It hits your your navel, and you feel it.
3: Damn, it It was real. Okay, okay. which wolf um, is closer to me or
0: okay, kind of
3: causing danger to others?
0: The wolf that just obliterated Doctor Nightbud is the vomiting uh, one. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of directly beneath you, under the sledge.
3: Okay. flamey arrows again.
0: Alright, you're, you're running a bit low on arrows, but you've still got a couple left. Let's do it. <laughs> hey! Uh, that's a 6, a 2, and a 6. I think that might be your fourth critical hit. Maybe even fifth? Anka seems to roll critically almost every time. <laughs> um, so, okay, I'll I'll roll the, the dice for you, because I have the keyboard. And...
5: All right, that's a two and a six. A two and a six. The effect of a two and a six is... no effect.
4: The wolf has a mild version to what? chartreuse.
3: Again? No, this is my. This this is happening to me. What? This <laughs> happened before. It
2: I did, think there have been.
5: Yeah. You seem to be extremely good at rolling critical hits, but then half of them turn out to be duds because you roll too high. You roll sixes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or the <laughs> other, the other, the other. I'm, six, I'm
3: not rolling. He is rolling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Um. Nonetheless, that is enough to finish this wolf off. Um, The arrow pierces the wolf's throat, and you see some of the remaining corrosive vomit splurt out of the hole on the other side as the arrow pierces all the way through. And the wolf doesn't manage to make another step before its legs collapse under it.
3: Ooh, slimy. Oh, slimy.
0: R.I.P. Um, okay, next in the order is uh, Stephen. Stephen, Stephen
5: depretus So S- Stephen has um, having jumped down from the ledge, of course, in the previous episode. He is going to he's going to do something very cool, which is going to face the wolf that is closest to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going to take his last remaining throwing knife and throw it behind him at the wolf that is in the far corner. Ooh. Um, See if you can get sh- it that sure. way. Sure.
0: Give me an attack roll against the odds. Okay. Because <laughs> you've decided to attack an enemy that you're not looking at.
5: <laughs> um,
4: Steven's just determined this. to do cool things. He's quite good uh, at them.
5: So remove one six. <laughs> It paid off. So remove the top six, and then Steven's wit is two, and this is a wit-based attack, I think. So would a one and a four be adequate?
0: A one and a four plus two is mm-hmm. adequate.
5: Adequate. So yes, it looks... Well, I'll let you narrate it. Wow.
0: Yet another critical hit. Um. Well, give me an injury roll first, right? Of course. Not effect.
4: The wolf is now really into wham. Absolutely.
5: What I? am so stupid today. What? Uh, ben,
0: ben wrote. <laughs> ben, ben made it roll
5: One, two, three. I'm sorry. I'm, and I'm the just. Output was I'm just 2 One, two, three. The, I'm hemorrhaging blood into my brain. Um, at the moment, what is going on?
0: Is, Wait, Ben. What? Okay. Are you okay?
5: There we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: actually, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just. Okay, don't um, worry. Here we go. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> just majorly. I know confused. what that one is. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a two and a six. Rolled the
5: exact. Okay, so a two and a six on the injury table is again no effect. No,
3: I told I, I saw this. Wake copy. me
0: up before right. you go go. <laughs> it's got no effect. No, 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 no. <laughs> um. All right, we're on to the. I've still got Vitellius in my list. Uh. Of turn order, but it's.
5: Are we get, sorry? Are we gonna get a an account of the um, knife throwing?
0: Oh yeah, you it's didn't do
5: this
0: last knife throwing. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I heard no effects and decided to move on. Harsh. <laughs> yeah. all right. <clears throat> so Stephen, Stephen does this actively dangerous move considering that there is a grown man standing beside him that he could easily have have hit with this knife. Um, But he he manages to deftly throw it over this man's shoulder in an arc that pierces the more distant wolf's skull. You know what? You rolled rolled six, right?
5: Yeah. I've just realized that I'm not damage damage
0: on the wrong wolf because I was looking at the, the map and ignoring the facts of the situation. I was going to say, surely um, this
4: wolf is dead. It's had two critical hits.
0: The dagger pierces the wolf's skull, and even as it's coughing up the last few nuggets of acidic vomit onto Caradon's shoes,
5: it breathes its final breath.
4: Not my shoes.
5: (laughs) Steven sort of turns around to his others and says, Oh, I didn't see you there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh yeah I, ha- I have a feeling that these two characters are going to uh going to f- have some rivalry um so we are on to our brand new character durian doth day
6: oh were you trying to keep me out of the action
0: um there's no way i could keep you out of the action you were you were born for action
6: i, I truly was so what are you going to do? Um, oh well, I find these abhorrent creatures to be below me, and so I will crush them.
0: All right, there's there's one left, There'd, and there's literally one left. Steven is standing between you and it, but you nimbly stepped past this um, clearly skilled. Uh, what's another word for warrior?
5: Um, fighter, skilled Fight fighter, man. skilled yeah. I All think right. we've we've had um murderizer. a lot of good words. I think we need to keep it up. Um, Warriors, yeah, so. yeah, right.
0: Um, um, you step past this clearly skilled murderizer <laughs> and <laughs> swing your weapon round over your shoulder towards the final remaining wolf.
6: Oh, with Gusto.
0: Is that what the hammer's called?
6: Yes, it is Gusto. Uh, it's a lucky
0: day
6: for me. Uh, not really.
0: Um, I mean, not really, but you rolled a 3, a 3, and a 2. Um, It is lucky for you in so much as uh, an 8 is enough to hit this wolf. So the hammer swings over your shoulder and just dings against the cave wall, uh, which was slightly closer than you'd realised as your eyes are still adjusting. Your newly formed eyes are adjusting to the gloom. And you just catch this wolf's flank dealing a, nonetheless, sharp blow to its haunch. Haunch is quite pleasing to say.
6: Haunch is an excellent word.
0: Um, all right. Now, on Okay. You may attack.
4: Can I, Can I just, like, shout... Scram and hope it, it runs away.
0: Um, yep. You know what, roll a will check for me.
4: <laughs> I don't have any.
0: Let's see if you uh put your heart into it.
4: Oh. It's
0: so a seven plus nothing. Yeah. All right. It doesn't scram. Oh no. <laughs> First my shoes and now this. <laughs> oh boy.
4: Um, I guess I'll, this
0: really isn't my day. I guess
4: I'll attack it then.
0: All right, you you charge over, closing the ten foot gap in short time, leaping over the still cooling corpse of Victor Von Thorne. R.I.P. And sidestepping the first wolf to have died, and R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> thrusting your skadoon sc- I've already forgotten what it was called
5: a
4: sp- spadroon
0: spadroon, <laughs> spadroon. <Damn. laughs> thrusting your already drawn spadroon into the final wolf R.I.P oh. um, so Jamie also rolled a 2 a 3 and a 3 uh, so that, that cave wall, it's really doing doing a number on people's depth perception, apparently. <laughs> what? Um, it's dark
6: down here. You can't blame me for this. You drive
0: the point of your skadroon straight into the same haunch, which was uh, pre-tenderized by <laughs> the Fair <Durian. laughs> Leaving a, well, a very strong impression, I'd say. Um, you know, as first impressions ago and uh, it's finally the wolf's turn.
4: Oh well, I was going to hide behind Stephen after that.
0: All right, very noble, as Victor would be the first to point out. Yeah, where you still around? <laughs>
4: if you were here, I would, I would have the courage to face the wolf head on. But alas, I must hide behind my companion.
0: all right so the the wolf is giving you know seeing seeing its companions bested in this way um it's natural that the wolf feels quite nauseous um you know it's a lot to handle it's probably in shock and it spews a fresh bucket load of i wish i had more words for it but uh, acidic vomit on the nearest person, which in this case is Stephen DePretus. then I'm going to need you to roll a critical hit because the roll was a three, a five, and a
5: six. Oh my god.
3: No effect.
5: <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh lord.
6: This is actually just going to be the uh, third character death in as uh, many minutes.
5: So, yeah, it's a three. All right. You
4: stub your toe on every ledge.
5: And a three. A th- three. So the effect Uh-oh. of a three and a three is that Stephen DePretis, uh loses a point of will. Wow. That is to say he loses his willpower permanently. That's not a vigor or grit. He, will, he be- becomes less willful.
0: Wow. Yeah, that, that wolf That's really rich. put you in your place, huh? The vomit <laughs> hits Depreetus full in the chest. And he gasps for air. The noxious fumes from the corrosion of his clothes and armour, giving him an immediate headache, and he stumbles. He hears voices around him. Maybe it's just this stranger beside him who's laughing at his misfortune, or maybe... Maybe everyone's judging him. What? Oh,
2: they're laughing at me. (laughs)
4: Maybe it's Maybelline.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alright, we're back up to anchor.
3: Well, I can't see the... Um, the wolf that just attacked. I'd say you have line of sight to it. Yeah.
0: You can at least see its head.
3: Hmm. Okay. I think it's time to use my mirror. I will break my mirror and throw the pieces of glass to... The wolf, aiming, aiming, at his eyes, uh, aiming his eyes.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, sure. All right. I'm. I'm going to treat that as a light thrown weapon. I know that if you throw glass, it's pretty hard to do much damage. So I'm going to set a minus two modifier to the damage. That seem fair. All right. Okay. So you rolled a six, a one, and a four. Since you are very dexterous, and this is a small object that's being thrown, I'm gonna add your wit modifier to that, which means that once again it's a seven with the one and the four, which means it's yet another critical hit. For oh. really, the seven armor class, is just too easy to hit, huh? <laughs> Um, so you're going to deal 4 damage to this thing but you get to do another injury roll
4: Ooh!
3: be my guest
4: the wolf can now only speak in terry woven impressions
3: oh my god no effect is coming I'm I'm so <laughs> afraid to, don't roll please don't roll, no no no
5: oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: I rolled a turn of 1 uh, Ben do you want to remind us what that does
5: the effect of a 2 and a 1 on this wolf is that it loses 2d6 vigor. Ooh.
3: Oh wow. That's interesting.
5: Wow. It is a crushing blow.
4: Really doesn't like Terry Wilkins.
5: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
0: right, cool. So that was a 1 and a 4 uh five additional figures
5: makes five uh
0: in addition to the nine that you'd already dealt so these you you've crushed this into a few pieces in your hand this mirror and uh you've thrown several pieces at once and the way you flick your wrist uh they they spin towards the wolves like glass knives and they cut through the arteries at the wolf's neck, and its blood is thick and oozing. You hadn't made any of the wolves bleed so much as it, for it to be this noticeable before, but the way this comes out, it's like itself almost as viscous as the acidic vomit that it's been spewing out and, and that you've seen all around this cave. A dark red, barely reflecting the light from the yellow pool behind. But, even though it's clear that this wolf is gravely injured, it remains standing. So, finally, we're back to Steven.
5: So, Steven has used up um, his three throwing knives, so Mm -hmm. having no other weapons on him, he's going to attempt to do a kind of spin kick in this wolf's face.
0: Um. Okay, I'm going to give you a uh, minus one modifier on the damage for this, uh, but otherwise it's just going to be a straightforward um, attack with brawn modifier. I can't remember what
5: Steven's brawn is, but... Uh, Steven's brawn is zero.
0: Okay, well good luck. So Ben rolled a four, a one and a five. Uh, Unfortunately, the 5 and 1 aren't enough, even, so the 5 and 4 go to overcoming the wolf's fearsome defences, and this kick just displaces the wolf's head to the side. But that's enough to open up these gashes just a little bit more, and the blood drips and oozes all the faster. So that's just one more damage.
5: It's a minus one damage modifier. All right isn't it? So it uh, yeah, nothing.
0: It actually, it actually does zero. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> Awkward.
4: It seems like it bleeds more, but this is merely an illusion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, um, all right. Durian's getting one more turn then.
6: Indeed, and I will show them how it is done.
0: You're gonna do a spin kick as well.
6: Oh, well, I'm I was more gonna do a uh because obviously the hammer's on like a very long thing, I was like gonna like spin it above my head and use the momentum to just like smash down onto its face.
0: Sounds delightful. And let's see how that does.
2: I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh that's a four, a six, and a six. Okay. Uh I I guess this'll be the, the last injury roll of the of the episode. Hit it, Alex. D three and a d six please.
6: Indeed.
4: The wolf now gets paper cuts every time it picks up a brochure for a travel agent.
0: <laughs> oh! <what>? <laughs> <laughs>
5: That was a the three a- and a six. A three and a six <laughs> <laughs> means no effect.
4: I knew that one. I oh, think so we've heard that, that one before.
6: Ah, well.
0: No further effect was needed, however. The hammer swings in a tight circle around Durian's head and comes down with a definitive final crack on the top of this wolf's skull. And it collapses. That oozing blood spreading into a pool at its feet. da 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 Congratulations! You won against the wolves. I, I, For now.
3: Three what, people th- died!
2: <laughs> this,
3: this is becoming more like Squid Game. <laughs> I don't like it.
4: <laughs> poor Victor. Poor Vitellius. I know. Poor, um, that person, person Whoever appeared out of thin air and turned into a different person who appeared out of thin air. Oh. <laughs> Poor so
3: They lost many. Uh,
0: Alright, um, take a breath.
3: To honour their souls, can I, like, uh, can I just, I don't have any more bagels, left, Right? I was going to flame a ba- uh, flame a bagel.
1: Um, <laughs> no. There's no way that like anchor
3: would be caught
0: without at can least I a morsel deli- bagel on her. What? what? were you gonna say, Jamie?
4: I was gonna say, can I deliver a ten-minute meandering soliloquy about the meaning of life and friendship and um and You
5: can put that in in post. Okay. <laughs> can I put something else in in post? <laughs>
0: um. Well, you won't you won't necessarily be there, so you should say it now.
5: That's what I was thinking when saying... I put in something now that we'll go and post. I think when when um, thingy Stephen DePretus threw the knife into the wolf's skull and killed it, can I insert a line, looks like that was a lupine lobotomy.
2: <gasps> oh, that's...
6: <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, if only we could retcon all conversation. <laughs>
0: Alright. Everyone take an observation check.
6: I would love to.
4: I see the still cooling body of my companions.
0: I've already made several comments about how warm or not Victor Von Porn's body is, so I'm probably not going to describe that again.
4: I see the, the lukewarm body of Victor <laughs> Von <Thorn>. Give
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: The one moment, let me get out my thermometer. The, of the
5: warm um... body the, of Luke Von. The rain temperature body. <laughs> Cave temperature. Just just right, buddy. <laughs> Look,
4: the medium-rare body of Victor. Why? <laughs> um,
0: all right, it's, it's Caradon, who is the first to come to his senses as to the horror of what he's just experienced. The horror. The horror! Erewan's words still echoing in the back of his mind. Together, the five, or I suppose six, of whom four remain, have slain the four wolves that terrorized you, a fifth having previously died at your hands, deeper in this cave system. Nearby, you see the slack features of the face of Victor Von Thorn. Someone who never knew your true identity and now never will. You see a man who seems more thrilled at this fight than certainly you're feeling yourself as the acid still bites into your calves. You see Stephen the is shaken. His eyes look wilder less certain than they did at the opportunity that this cave presented just a few minutes before. And Anka, while she's deftly dispatched several of these wolves, almost single-handedly, she looks nervous, shaken herself, the adrenaline wearing off. What does Caradon do?
4: Oh. Um. Cheer up, guys. Could be worse.
0: Could be Monday. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Was the observation check just for me to see how miserable everyone else is?
0: Um. Partly.
3: Am I still holding the bagel? Blame bagel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Sorry, I forgot to. I forgot to describe the anchor while she's. Well, it's clear that the adrenaline is wearing off. It's also the case that she is holding a morsel of bagel which she's burning on a small saucer in her palm and um making a circular shape with two fingers in the air in front of her, uh the sign of the bagel to respect the dead. My bagel. Um Alex, did you get any of the uh, of the background on, on bagels? Is this news
6: to you? Nope, I, I did not, but I, I totally <laughs> accept any religions, including bagel-based religions. Fantastic. Okay,
3: so I'm a bagel-based
6: religion. I am believer. a bagel based I am a very um w- w- what's it? Like the world worldly, is that the word? Like well travelled.
0: Well well travelled indeed.
4: Mr Worldwide.
6: Worldwide. <laughs> I am Mr. Worldwide! <laughs>
4: I, <laughs>
6: I respect all religion, any religion in fact, if this is an obscure and old religion
0: that would be your specialty no doubt that
6: would be my specialty
0: um it is both obscure and older than most of its followers realize um but okay <laughs> D- uh durian dothday uh puts their hammer confidently, backed onto the strap on their back, and takes in their surroundings.
6: Oh, I, I, may I walk up to um, Oh, who, who was it who spoke to Jamie's, Jamie's character? Caradon. Whatever his name, Caradon. It's fine, you can, and... you can ask
0: what their name is, because you haven't been
6: introduced. Oh, fair enough. I would like to walk up to him and slap him on the back and be like, why do you look so down? I mean, this is truly a beautiful place. Excellent enemies to be slain. Wine to be drunk. It will be an honourable night this evening.
4: Have you tried drinking this shit? I mean, come on.
6: Oh, you, <laughs> you, you do not sound... um. Victorious
2: at all?
4: Um. Well, I did just witness uh, some some of my close friends and companions and complete strangers die in front of me.
6: Oh, oh, part of the course, part of the course happens every day. I will shove my hand into his and be like, Durian, Durian, doff. Damn it,
0: Dofty! You, you, yeah, you can you can get a second take of that if you like. Got your own name. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs>
5: doft Damn it, Dofty.
6: <laughs> Dofty. Damn it, Dofty. <laughs> <it>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pressing my hand into the palm of this, shaking it, um, overzealously. Durian Dofty.
4: Today is not our Dofty. Today we live. <laughs>
0: Um Durian gets that all the time. Yeah. <laughs>
6: um uh, very, very original. Um this is actually where you provide me your name.
4: Oh I'm Karen Gispensed. a former knight. The only former knight left in this company.
0: Wow. That's pretty depressing when you put it that way. Yeah.
6: Uh, well that sounds like quite heavy stuff um <laughs> i'll leave you to that
0: it's at this point that Stephen um picks himself up and realizes that he is the de facto leader of this now reduced band
4: he already was already was what the de facto leader
0: <laughs> yeah but he remembers it oh, now okay. Post post fight,
5: runs <laughs> that he's supposed to be leading people. Steven,
6: shame that he won't be leading people on this
5: day. Stephen Stephen is the de facto leader.
6: Yes, indeed he okay. is.
5: But he doesn't feel that way because he's had a massive blow to his self esteem as a result of this acid attack. So yeah,
0: that's 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 true. But you know, he's he's still got to retain. And some... therefore,
6: I will um, account. Anoint myself as de facto leader.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Will you stand for that?
5: <laughs> will I, Will Stephen stand for that? Um. Uh, should we? Is this going on inside their heads? Sorry, or are we sort of talking about this. I think it probably should be a conversation. Um. Yeah. So. Um, okay.
0: I will start rallying the troops. announced that they decided that they would be the yes. leader now.
4: I mean, Carradin won't stand for this because he doesn't know who the fuck this is.
0: Don't you well, you're are Carradin
6: and I am Durian. We have already announced this. You, bagel lady, come down here. We shall be off into the night.
3: Sure. Uh, uh, remind me again. What was your name?
6: Just you- Cheery and damn it, Jay! <laughs>
3: well, give me Is a just- hand, then. I can't I can't just jump on, d- jump there's, there's on there's the- There's a rope, there's a rope, it's okay. There's there a rope? Yeah. There's oh, supposed right. to be
0: a rope. <laughs> Sorry that it's not, not very well drawn. Not <laughs> affected
3: by the acid woman?
0: No, it somehow didn't get any acid on it. Impressive.
3: Oh, right, then. So Don't you- give me oh. a hand. Oh, okay. Don't,
0: Don't touch not- me! don't you
3: dare I don't want your dirty hands no. <laughs>
6: well I-, I like an independent
3: soul you all seem
6: like a, a strong lot like the weak has been called from your ranks
2: oh. too soon
4: um, <laughs> too soon <laughs> can, I, can I try and push you in into the, the river of, river
6: of time? <laughs> <laughs> this is how child.
3: Wait for a moment, Caradon. I just want to ask what her thoughts about Um, the shape of the earth. The shape of the earth?
2: Yeah.
6: Well, I am a traveller. I have been many places. And I can say that I have only ever walked forward and straight. And therefore, I deduce that the earth is a semicircle.
0: That wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> so you
3: going to say flat
5: earther. So. Yep, a flat earther, but you also happen to believe that the Earth is semicircular.
3: Can't yeah, trust, a semicircular we, flat. That's no. But No. Have you
5: not seen
4: me? <laughs> I rolled a six and a four. Can I push Jurian into the river? <laughs>
0: Um you're not that close to the know. river, but you, you do um bodily push uh push Dorian backwards and and they they trip and and land against this, this rock that's covered in the um reverse honey, so to speak, uh from the from the wolves licking it. Um and they take one damage. Oh how how as, kind as the of the acid the 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 remaining acid on this large chunk of limestone burns the back of your oh as the acid um, as the remaining <laughs> okay. acid on this limestone well... burns your back okay got it
3: <laughs> wait wait we need to clear this out as Holy Bagel suggests we should be welcoming to everyone even though they are flat waters. Oh, well, semi-circle, I've never heard that, (laughs) but you are welcome to our party.
6: Why, thank you. I don't Um...
4: follow the holy bagel, and therefore I have no such qualms about shunning an outsider.
6: Um, I'm I'm well used to a bit of uh, friendly hazing, uh, my good man. I, I won't be put down by your banterous um, tripping. However, I do believe that maybe we should be. Uh, I'm not sure. What do you what do you will usually do next? I would often find a tavern uh, at this at this moment. Shall we find ourselves a tavern?
0: You're in a cape. All right. Um, I'd like Stephen and Anchor to roll observation checks. Two d
5: six, please. Coming right
4: up. What about my observation check where I succeeded and then just saw that everyone was sad after all their friends died? Yeah, well, <laughs> no one else has noticed
0: that everyone's sad.
3: Don't worry,
0: my I'm character
6: lied. certainly hasn't noticed.
0: Yeah. All right. I'll I'll give it to Caradon on his previous um succeeded check. Caradon is distracted from this offensive personage before him by a cry from the passage uh, f- from which Anchor just descended. It's a familiar voice, the voice of a man from a nearby village. Oh, no. and he says, oh, "I fucking knew it." listening to A Bell Chimes. You can find us at abellchimes.com. You can email us at bell at gmail.com. Or send us a message on Twitter at abellchimes.
6: Uh, 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 don't worry about me. I had a very interesting character who didn't get more than one word in. It is the saddest of days. No, it's all right. <laughs>